Star Wars 7x7 episode 3502. We are winding down our look at the story mode of Star Wars Squadrons. I think we have maybe three-ish episodes left, including this one. So we are switching back to the Empire's perspective for a story called Fire in the Heart, which is going to signal the end of the Starhawk itself. Punch it. Hey Rebel Razor, I'm Alan Voivod and this is Star Wars 7x7, your daily dose of Star Wars joy. And thank you so much for joining me for it. So we are coming close to the end of our recap of the story mode of Star Wars Squadrons. We are switching from the Rebels perspective or the New Republic's perspective. Yeah, you know, it's in that transitory phase, right? So we're going back to the Empire's perspective for a mission called Fire in the Heart. And where we left things last time, the New Republic had managed to reestablish communications in the um, in the Regali Nebula area, so that way they could call in reinforcements from Moncala and Lyndon Javes himself went out to fly an X-wing along with Anvil Squadron to defend the Temperance and their escape from the system. He also put out a call directly to Teresa Carell, saying, "Hey, I'm out here. If you want to come get me, come get me." And for this mission, we have a bit of monologuing by Carell saying that, oh yeah, James thinks he knows me and he's wrong and I'm not going to be baited by him. We've got a mission. We're supposed to destroy that Starhawk and that's what we're going to do. So the mission briefing you're given is that there is an unexploded Beradium missile lodged into the hull of the Starhawk. You are supposed to blow that thing up and it will open up a hole where you can fly into the body of the Starhawk to where the tractor beam core is and you have to blow up the core which will then apparently turn the Starhawk into a ticking time bomb. That's how it's described in the game. So it's almost like a cross between Return of the Jedi when you're flying into the superstructure of the Death Star and say The Force Awakens when Rey is flying the Millennium Falcon in and around the remains of a crashed Star Destroyer. Meanwhile, of the two Nebulan B frigates that had jumped into the system for the New Republic in support of the Temperance's escape, one of them is actually moving toward the Starhawk, and so your job as Titan Squadron is to cut down any of the Anvil Squadron fighters that are getting in your way, cut down that Nebulan B frigate, you know, like the medical frigate from Return of the Jedi, and then get to the Starhawk and do that thing flying inside it and blow it up from the inside which you as the Titan Squadron pilot get to do. So fantastic, congratulations. And at the end of the mission, you are promoted to the rank of Flight Baron with full honors. So yeah, that's great. Before you get to the end of the mission, though, you have an opportunity to fly against Lyndon Javes one-on-one, and you appear to shoot him down. I say appear to shoot him down because you see the X-Wing seemingly crash into the body of the Starhawk. You don't necessarily see Javes eject or anything like that, but this is one of those situations where, like, if you don't see Javes like in his face in the cockpit going yeah like you see everybody in the death star trench running in new hope i really doubt that he's dead so i guess we'll have to see what plays out for the rest of the game if he ends up showing up miraculously and this actually happens after linden and some of anvil squadron have already taken out another one of the Imperial Star Destroyers that had jumped into the system as reinforcements. So, yeah, I mean, good heavens. Anyway, so once the Starhawk has been turned into the time bomb and Lyndon Jabe seems to have been killed, 
Teresa Carell, Teresa Carell says, all right, that's it. You know, everybody regroup. The Starhawk is done for. We're out of here. And your Lobot guy for the Empire says that the Imperial reinforcements are ignoring that order. They want to stay and wipe out the rest of the New Republic forces that are there. And Carell says, like, well, they're fools. That's not our mission. So we're leaving them behind. We're out of here. Now, there's an aspect of this part of the story that just seems to be off for me. I can't quite reconcile it. So basically, my thing is, is that I don't understand how it is that the Overseer is not aware that everybody has evacuated off the Starhawk and that the Starhawk is just, you know, dying in space as it is already. It is not any kind of threat at this point, but the Temperance could very well be. And all the survivors from the Starhawk are on the Temperance. So I do not understand why the Overseer, along with the Imperial reinforcements that are in the system, why they didn't just attack the Temperance. That was the not only real danger, but also considering how bloodthirsty the Empire is, that was their biggest opportunity to actually do some major damage to the New Republic. And yet they decided to focus, or at least Corell decided to focus on the mission that Sloan had given her, the Starhawk, like in that moment. I think, yeah, uh, it doesn't seem like the right decision, quite honestly. And I suppose that's a situation where also you just kind of have to go along with the idea that the characters don't have perfect knowledge and they don't make perfect decisions. They, you know, make the decisions that they make in the heat of what they're facing. So it is entirely possible that it's not necessarily a plot hole per se, that it is just a character fallibility situation. But yeah, watching it, I was just like, huh, like, you know, they seem to know everything about who's on the battlefield. Like, you know, they know that Lyndon James is flying an X-Wing suddenly in this thing. And yet they aren't aware that all personnel have been evacuated off the Starhawk. So literally nobody's on it. Nobody's flying it. Nobody's doing anything with it. They don't have to bother with it for the time being. So that covers the active mission part of this story for the most part, all the highlights of it. As I've mentioned on the podcast before, the side conversations that you get to have with other characters in between the missions is one of the most interesting parts of the game. And I have to say the character Rella Soul, who is part of Titan Squadron, is turning out to be one of the most interesting characters in the game. So she is the daughter of Imperial Senators, and we talked in a previous episode about how she was thinking, uh, you know, maybe it was a mistake to disband the Senate because, you know, once Emperor Palpatine died, like, you know, there's no way to reassert control over the galaxy for the Empire. And if the Senate had been there, maybe it could have helped. Well, she has more reflections kind of related to that in this particular uh, conversation you get to have with her. So she talks about how, oh, wouldn't it be great if we destroy the Starhawk? Like, you'd be a hero, and heroes have influence. Like, maybe you could parlay it to being somebody important like the aide to Admiral Sloan. And she goes on to talk about, like, yeah, once you're, you know, that close to power, you can make things happen and maybe even reestablish the Senate. So she's kind of focused on that idea. But she seems to think that that is a way for the Empire to reassert its power over the galaxy and get rid of the rebels slash New Republic and you know, move on to something resembling order once more. So that 
pretty much covers it. That's the Fire in the Heart mission. It's the 13th mission that you fly in the game, and I think this is our 14th episode of the podcast that we've covered the story mode for Star Wars Squadron, so that is going to do it for this episode of the podcast. If you enjoy the podcast, I hope you will consider sharing it with other people you know that like Star Wars. I hope you will consider leaving a rating or review on your app of choice. It really does help more people find the show, and I hope you'll also consider hitting the subscribe button or the join button or the follow button whatever the app you like to use calls it that would be a wonderful thing as well and it just remains for me to say thank you so much for joining me for this episode as always and may the force be with you wherever in the world you may be is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox, and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited by their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyrighted by Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it.